This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Not Lukewarm Podcast with Deanna Bartolini, an author, speaker, and retreat leader who wants you to know your faith and live not lukewarm. Welcome, everyone. It's Deanna Bartolini, and we are here today to talk about grace. Grace is a huge topic, isn't it? We could probably spend hours and hours talking about it and still not necessarily come to any big conclusion as to what it is, why we need it, what would life be like without it. I, for one, don't like to imagine what life would be like without it. I think my life would be very difficult and very different and not nearly as good as it is right now. So let's look at what is grace? A working definition, grace is any undeserved gift or help freely and lovingly provided by God. And it is above all else, the basic gift of being saved in Christ through faith. This grace is something that God wants all of us to experience. That definition, folks, came from a book. It did not come just from my brain. Uh, The book is called A Concise Dictionary of Theology, and I will reference that, as always, in the show notes. So there's lots of different ways we can look at grace, but the most important thing, I think, to remember is that it is a free and undeserved gift that God gives us. And he gives it to us to enable us to respond to that call that he's offering us to be his children. You know, God offers. He doesn't insist. Sometimes it might seem it would be easier if he did insist, but he doesn't insist. He offers. So, obviously, there's lots of different types of graces. And we're going to talk about a couple of them. And then I'm going to give you some other information as we move along. So as Christians, we believe that the, one of the main places that we receive grace is from sacraments. And so if we are baptized, our baptism, once we are, that is done, we are given the grace to really to live out our baptismal call of being prophet, priest, and king. And so that is something that we receive that grace in baptism. And that's a sacramental grace. So anytime you receive a sacrament, so if you are baptized, which obviously we only do that once, if you go to confession, receive Holy Communion, are married, if you are ordained, all of those times are times of great outpouring of sacramental grace. And so they're really given to you for a very specific purpose. And that is to live out the vocation that that sacrament is calling you to. So whether it be our primary vocation always is to live out our Christian life, or is it to live out a married life? Is it to be a priest? Is it to be a deacon? Those graces flow from those sacraments. Um, Then we talk about what happens when God gives us an offer of grace and we accept it. So that grace is considered efficacious. So efficacious is basically a big fancy word of saying it's going to work. 
So if I am in need of grace, which is pretty much most moments of every day, and I ask for it, God offers it, I accept it, that grace then is going to work in me. It's going to have an effect. Then there's another type of grace that we talk about, which is habitual grace or sanctifying. So the word sanctifying means to make holy, right? And habitual or sanctifying grace are the graces that we receive that make us holy. And not holy in this overly pietistical sort of way that we might think of, but rather holy to live out our life as good Christians in the world. You know, however that looks in your life, and it's going to look different in every single person's life, but what is that grace that God gives you to make you holy in your life at this time. And then there's something called actual grace. So actual grace is something that is given to you for a particular need or purpose. So let's say, for example, you are facing a very difficult situation. I remember when we were kids, uh, when we were in school, we were often taught to pray for grace to pass our exams. Now, Grace can help you pass your exam, but not if you haven't studied, okay? So grace is not magic. So it's the same way. If you're facing a difficult task, you have to do something unpleasant. You have to do something that you would rather not do. Maybe someone you love is sick and you need to go to the hospital and visit them. Or you have to take care of someone. We need grace. We need help. And it's not just going to happen out of our own will. And so that's when we really turn to God and we ask him for a specific grace that we need to handle whatever is coming up in front of us. So I love this quote from Thomas Merton about grace. And here is what Thomas Merton has to say about grace. Grace is not a strange magic substance which is subtly filtered into our souls to act as a kind of spiritual penicillin. Grace is unity, oneness within ourselves, oneness with God. And so what he's saying is that grace allows us to experience God and to experience oneness with God within ourselves. And so it's knowing that God is with us and not just in this sort of, yeah, he's up in heaven watching down kind of way, but in a very real way, he is present within us, giving us what we need to move forward into whatever the task is in front of us. Which brings me to a quote of St. Ignatius. God gives each one of us sufficient grace ever to know his holy will and to do it fully. So it's sort of a, a maybe you've heard the phrase, God Whatever God brings us to, God will carry us through. And so really that's what Ignatius of Loyola is saying, that he will give us the sufficient grace to know what he wants us to do and to carry it out. You know, God never puts us to a task and says, bye, see ya, good luck. No, he is right there with us. He is giving us what we need to accomplish the task that he's asking us to accomplish. And sometimes those tasks are very, very mundane. They're almost boring, but they're still important. And sometimes the tasks are very big. 
He calls us to start a new project, to become a part of a new ministry. He calls us to offer up time and energy to someone else or to something else that necessarily doesn't benefit us, but benefits others. So whatever it is that God is going to call us to, he is going to give us the grace, first of all, to know what he wants us to do, and second of all, to be able to do it fully. Now, if you were to look up grace in a Bible concordance and see how many times grace is mentioned, it's, uh, I think, about 120. The word grace is mentioned specifically. I'm going to focus on a couple of verses from the New Testament today when I'm talking about grace. And the first one is from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from you. It is the gift of God. I think if there's one thing I want everyone to take away after this recording is this. Grace is a gift from God. We don't earn it, but he gives it to us freely because he loves us. Grace is a gift of God. And what is the purpose of this gift? Well, there's lots of purposes for the gift of grace, right? One way to look at it is that the purpose infuses us with the ability to live out our Christian life. And really that goes back to that definition and the idea of habitual or sanctifying grace. When we are baptized and brought into communion with God through the saving waters of baptism, we are given this grace that it doesn't go away. You can't use up your grace. You should use up your grace, so to speak, but there's no, you're never going to be in a deficit of grace as long as you are walking with God. Now, of course, when we sin, we fall out of grace, but not totally because we know we've sinned and we know we need to go back and fix the errors that we've made. If we're Catholic, we're going to go to confession. And so those things we know because we have that grace to know what is right. We know what is right. We know what is wrong. And so when we live a life of grace, we're not saying that we're living a life of perfection. What we're saying is that we're living a life that we're trying to be holy and be in communion with God. And so another quote, this is from from Galatians, how we are set apart. But when God who from my mother's womb had set me apart and called me through his grace. So God has called us and set us apart and gives us the grace to live in that manner. So I think it is so important to understand that we need grace and that grace is with us over and over again through our lives on a regular basis. So we think about uh, how, What do we do with this grace? How do we access grace? Well, first and foremost, always to remember one, that we have it. Number two, when we need grace, maybe if you want to say the word strength, you might like that better. When you need something, ask. And again, sometimes people say to me, why do I have to ask God for what I need? He knows what I need. Why do I have to ask him? And I've talked about this before, and I think it is so important. I think 
we ask for a couple of reasons. One, it's to show that we rely on him. And when we rely on him and have that humility to go to him, that just shows God how much we love and trust him. You know, God is faithful to us no matter what. And what is our response to that? And so asking him is really showing how much faith we have in him and how much trust we have in him. And so asking is a huge thing that we can do to, to help ourselves, really. And also, I think when we verbalize our needs, oftentimes just in that verbalizing to God, we realize, oh, wait, I know the answer to this. God gives us that knowledge through the power of the Holy Spirit to do the next right thing. He really does. So just constantly realizing that if we want to be in communion with God and have that grace living in us, we need to ask, right? And just like we can say no to God, we can say no to grace. Sometimes the grace is offered to us maybe through another person, through a situation that we think might be helpful, but sometimes we say no, we close ourselves off. And so as always, God does not force himself on us and his grace will not be forced on us, but how silly would we be not to accept his offer of help? Because that's what grace is. It's God's help so that we live the life that he is calling us to. And it doesn't mean it's always going to be easy or like skipping through dandelions. It's not. That's not real life. Real life can sometimes be very difficult and challenging. And maybe you want to spend the day in bed with the covers over your head. Ask for the grace to move forward in the life God has called you to. And so constantly asking for the grace, constantly thinking about the fact that he is with us in that grace. And then we can live out our call to holiness because that's what grace does. Grace gives us the strength that we need to live out our call to holiness in this life. So in the next couple of weeks in the Catholic Church and many other churches, we're going to be celebrating the season of Lent, which is where we get ourselves ready for Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection on Easter Sunday. I am, have put together a course uh, on my personal website about how to ground ourselves in grace. And I'm going to look at some scripture. We're going to look at some saints from quotes. We're going to look at some information from the catechism. Just some different things to ground us in God's grace. The, at the end of the time together, it's a series of four uh, webinars. At the end of it, everyone will come away with a, uh, a list of the things that are helpful to that person when they are feeling a lack of grace in their life. It's, it's going to be a tangible, visible item, you know, a form, basically, that people were going to use for themselves. So it's going to be sort of a, it's a series of workshops, really, that will help each person individually determine what speaks to them about grace, what quotes are meaningful, what saints embody grace for them, and where they can turn to when they're saying, you know what, I am having a really terrible day. And I don't know what to do next. 
or I'm having a very bad time, I need some some courage here. I need to remember how to access God's grace. And so these uh, series of workshop webinars will give you the tools that will work for you to access God's grace. And so I will drop a link to that information in the show notes. And I hope you would take advantage of that. And just so you know, there is no cost involved in that. So our topic again, grace, free gift from God. We can access it by asking him for grace whenever we need it. So our takeaway is hopefully that you can access God's grace by asking. And you're not lukewarm challenge today. So I want you to think every night toward the end of the day, where have you seen God's grace working in your life in that day? Just very simple. Where did you see God's grace working in your life? Maybe, you know, there was an accident and instead of swearing and cursing, you calmly went around the accident and did not stress about it. Or your washing machine broke and instead of, again, having a screaming fit, calmly took care of it and moved on. Or maybe someone called you and it was a difficult situation that you had to listen to and you were able to listen to them with love and care and concern and respond to them in a way that helped them. So any of those things could be signs of God's grace in your life. I want you to just think about where did you see God's grace in your life that day? So enjoy your not lukewarm challenge Enjoy thinking about grace, and please consider joining me uh, for the workshops on being grounded in God's grace. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. Thanks for listening to the Not Lukewarm Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. If you like this podcast, please subscribe or tell a friend or leave a review. You can find all show notes and links on notlukewarmpodcast.com. That's also where you can find links to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. If you have a topic that you'd like to learn more about or want to tell me how the Not Lukewarm Challenge went this week, please send me an email at Bartolini at mediaangels.com.